like a quick snag. It wasn't like it hurt or anything. You know, it does fucking hurt. When I get my wrist? Your dermal. I don't, no. Or is that my like, nipples. Well, yeah. Ooh, those even pushes like, have nerves in Even them. when I'm like in the shower and it just, it grazes against that one piece of dry skin and it's wet and it's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, see, I I don't I don't do the Titties. Yeah. <laughs> How do the dudes do the Saint whatever? What do you call those Saint uh Prince Albert yeah. piercings? Yeah. How? Mm. There's so many nerves. Oh, and then uh have you seen Jacob's ladder? I don't want to see it, but I know like how It takes 6 months to heal. Like these yeah. motherfuckers can't fuck. Cuz you sent me that ticky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, no repeating. Okay. All right, how do we sound? How do we sound? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Hey, guys, we're back. Now, I am so excited, right? We're going to talk about two things before we actually get into our bullshit, because Manda has finally sat down to watch New Girl. I need you to give me, give me. Okay, so when you called me, I was on episode 17. Oh, season one? Yeah. And you started this shit yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> I am loving. How are you feeling? I I don't know why it took me what months, years, years? over a decade. Because when did it start? Twenty eleven. Fucking it? 10, 12 years Isn't to see it? this shit. So amazing. So I've always loved Zoe, right? Yeah. And I think the reason I didn't watch it is because I'm not a like. I always thought it would be like a sitcom, and I'm like, I don't like sitcoms. No, I don't um, either. But since. You know, Jurassic World came out, and I was like, yo, Jake Johnson, who'd that be? Mm. Um, this dude's hilarious. And then you were showing me clips, and yesterday I was like, I just want to binge something. Like, I just, I feel like I've seen a lot. I want something different. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what Joe wants me to do. I'm going to watch New Girl. Oh. And then from there on, like, I was, I was, I almost said schmitten. <laughs> towel thing you showed me that scene oh yeah. with the towel oh uh, god the whole douchebag jar like i just love how how realistic these dynamics are thank you yeah and i appreciate like i want to live with them yes it looks like a fucking mess like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get used to like schmidt's ocd and yeah. then nick's laziness and then winston's fucking weird and then jess is just I mean, she's a teacher, for God's sake. Like, but I still want to be in that environment. Same. I still want to be a part. Did you get to the Pogo episode? Nope. Oh, God. Um, And all the f- I think I was dying at the fucking Landlord episode when he was like, gonna have a... Th- <laughs> He's like, yo, is this like a threesome thing? Happening? And Nick is like, yeah, we're doing this. We're gonna do this. Are you ready for this, Jess? Oh, my God. I just, I love their, all the dynamics. There's nothing I love more than going through the evolution of watching Nick be correct. Because he's always wrong. Yep. But when he is correct, bro, this is the worst. Yep. The worst. Oh, my God. I... I just, I just... Who's your favorite roommate? I can't. Who is it? <laughs> it's definitely Nick. <laughs> because... <You have> problems. <laughs> yeah. But I like him and Schmidt's bromance way more than anything. Yeah. Did you see the cookie episode? Not yet. That's not... That hasn't been coming up yet? Got you cookie, got me cookie. Gave me cookie, got you cookie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gave me cookie, got you cookie, man. I, well, it wasn't the whole episode. <laughs> if, if if I told any new girl fan the cookie episode, yes. they would know exactly okay. what the I'm fuck sorry. I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, I can't wait for you oh. to see Winston's earring saga, his puzzle saga, okay, what his Ferguson's. Oh, Coach. he was there for, like, two episodes and then left, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, he comes back eventually. Okay, because yeah. I thought... Anyway. Um, they just needed a black man to fill the role, to be honest. Like, that's what it was. I guess. Um. Oh, what the fuck was I just going to say that I... I'm sorry. I, you asked what happened to Wayne's, and then I said he'll be back. No, but I had a thought in my head. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn you. I'm sorry. Oh, it was about a certain... Well, you asked me a question, so... It wasn't about the Wayne stuff? Or was it... <sighs> Fuck. No, that's my train of thought. Oh, God. Oh, um, what did you think about Spencer? 
Was that um, Justin Long? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh, what were you? What? The Thanksgiving episode? The... Not the cameos, the guest stars. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you had Justin Long. Yeah. Fucking Stephen Amell. As yeah. like some shroom yeah. <laughs> I was I like, where have you been, bro? And then the one I just... He's so racist. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, though. Um, we know that Dylan O'Brien eventually He's coming. I know he's yeah. coming. Uh, but just, I recently saw Ryan Quentin. Ryan, Ryan Quentin, yeah. Quentin, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... He was Stack the house. weirdo. He was the weirdo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who loved tacos? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it, like those are really pleasant surprises. Uh-huh. So yeah. I'm not looking at anything well, else. I'm I just told watching. you her mom is Jamie Lee Curtis. What? Jess's mom is played by Jamie Lee oh, Curtis. Oh, I think I'm in real life. No, and no, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then the girl that plays her sister is um the chick that played Velma in the Scooby Doo live action movies. Yeah, okay. I forget her name. I think you but, told me that. Um, Linda Cardellini. Yeah, I won't tell you when or anything, but like even Taylor Swift makes an appearance. That's what I'm looking forward to. Is she yeah, saw like the random guest yeah, stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. But the dude that played the landlord, we see him in every. He's in Sons of Anarchy. He's in he was. Buffy. Like I've seen him as everywhere. soon as I saw him. I was like, it's you know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Don't know your fucking name for shit, yep. but I know who you are. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Abdul, whatever the basketball player. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul, yeah. That dude makes a fucking appearance. Like, it's just, it's all over the place. It's fucking, fa- Prince makes a fucking, yeah. there's a whole well, we episode know. with Prince. Yeah, we know that. So, um, I, I, like, because I don't usually watch that shit, but I think it's because no. of the cast. Oh, for sure. And sh- the way they work together. So the thing is, this is a type, this is the type of show, right, where, and it's I'm like convinced. It's like mostly improv. You can't convince me that this is 70% scripted. No. You don't. It has to be like the storyline and the lines, yes. But then there has to be like you get the script, right? And they're like, okay, this is your line, this is your line, this is your line. Schmidt, improvise. Winston, improvise. Nick, improvise. And my favorite part is when they keep in all the stutters. Yeah. I don't know if you've been paying attention to uh, Max Greenfield. Is it Greenfield? Mm-hmm. Whenever he breaks character and they fucking just keep that shit in. Like, yeah. when he genuinely fucking laughs and they don't even bother yeah. trying to get rid of That's what I love, though. I That's what I love. That's what I live for. And I I love it when you can almost, like, see it in their eyes that, they're, yeah. that they want to. Because even in the episode where Zoe Deschanel was like, uh, like, the the peen. <laughs> Fucking Jake's face was just like, Pianish. don't die, don't die. There's this episode where they're going back and forth um, and they're like, okay, let's just start to divulge things that are like, uh, that would like piss each other off because some shit goes down with um Schmidt and he's like, I'm going to get you both back and, and I'm going to fuck up your lives. Yes. You showed me so, that scene. Yeah. So the part where like, uh, Nick was like, I can't remember what party he chose or if he like didn't pick one and then um zoe was like oh i'm I'm in the green party and he's like i'm so mad at you about that but we will discuss that later <laughs> and he goes i'm convinced that horses are from out of space or some shit like that yeah. and she goes oh i think that too and i was just like what is this <laughs> it's genius is what it is or whenever they do like the uh the what are those called what like, the douchebag jar, they, like, put in a whole slew of, like, moments where they were, like, Montage. jars. Yes, the montages. I fucking love it. The flashbacks, I love. The flashbacks. It's like, oh, you trip while you're standing, Jess. And then she's, like, on the phone texting, and she's like, it's happening! And she falls! <laughs> I like it so... I don't want to say the word stupid, but... It is! It, But what I loved is that all they must have... I don't know if they had like group sessions to get to know one another because I don't know. it felt like they were tight knit from the get. Like Nick and Schmidt are real people who've yes. been friends for ten years. Yes, it feels yes. like that. Fat Schmidt is probably one of my. Favorite. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it works. I was like, whoever created this character, I don't know if it was Max or somebody else, but it was just—it's just like, Mwah. you know. Like if I, mean? I ever saw them in real life. It's it's Schmidt. It's Schmidt, Nick, and and Winston. Like I said, I'm Schmitten. <laughs> yeah, like it's. Oh, I'm so. I, you don't know how excited I am that you're watching this. Because now I'm like, oh, I, it's just it's my type, man. Yeah. Like, now so, you're not gonna do anything else. No. And the great thing is, is that this series is done. 
Yes, yes it is. It's at its completion. I still have six years to go through, but... It's fine. They're 20-minute episodes. Yeah. I actually love how this is actually segueing right into, like, the conversation that I wanted to have. Okay. So yesterday, I was talking to Christian, right? Mm -hmm. And he was asking me, like, what my favorite shows were. And I was like, dude, literally top two, Supernatural and Sons of Anarchy. Maybe the, 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 oh my God. Not Direction. What? Not direction. Whatever. Like some days Supernatural is my favorite. Other days oh, it's Sons yeah, of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. Like it, they they swip, they swap around, right? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I love Sons of Anarchy because every episode had purpose. There was no filler episodes. Every episode was tense. Like Kurt Sutter did an amazing job. Yeah. And then you had something like on the opposite spectrum, right? Opposite end of the spectrum. Excuse me. Like Supernatural, where there are a lot of filler episodes and only little tidbits on those episodes pertain to the story, right? So he goes, did you watch that whole thing? Because that's 15 years worth of episodes. And I'm like, yeah, something like 306 episodes. But hey, if you watch an episode a day, you get it done in a year. And he fucking died. He died, right? So the reason why I bring this up, and I'm glad that you watched this and you opened up with, I need something new to watch. And I asked him this, do you think that you've accidentally desensitized yourself to movies and TV shows? Probably. Because I don't find anything anymore that blows my mind. No. It, it, ta- it, ta- it, it takes a lot to blow my mind now. Especially for someone who loves horror. Mm. When was the last time you saw a movie that genuinely freaked you out? That far back. Actually, a couple years. And it it only freaked me out because it uh, happens in today's world. So it was like a realistic fear. And not, not like for me, but... So the only movies that genuinely scare me are movies like that yeah. like this is something that could it's plausible happen so the day after tomorrow old as fuck dennis quaid jake gyllenhaal right yep i don't can't even fucking tell you what year that was probably early, early 2000s to, yeah. scared the living shit out of me because this is something that could potentially more than ever now we could see that it was 60 degrees outside yesterday we are in the middle of fucking january yep this is bullshit this can happen. I'd honestly rather the cold than the hot, to be quite honest. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> but I was like, I feel like I've desensitized myself, right? Because the last movie that I watched that I genuinely enjoyed was Bullet Train. Mm. But that's because it was so fucking entertaining. Which yeah. he said he watched. And he's like, I don't know what made me. Not my bag. I think you would just got it in my head. And he watched it and he thought it was fucking great. Minus like the ending he was like really like upset about a little bit. But he's like, Lemon and Tangerine carried that whole fucking movie. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh-huh. Rightfully so, so. Yes. So then, this also segues in me into what we're going to talk about. So, The Pale Blue Eye, available on Netflix, starring Christian Bale. We were so excited. I was excited. I'm a huge Edgar Allan Poe fan. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge Christian fan. Yes. And now, well, Not this... your friend Christian. Real no, Christian. No, yeah. Though. Well, both Christians are great. <laughs> so, um, the fact that this movie actually didn't revolve around Edgar Allan Poe at all, but the I essence... I loved it. The essence was still there. Yep. Was really good. I don't know if I should... I don't want my opinion to influence what you thought. Can you tell me what you thought about this? Sure. Let me bring up my notes. Because I do that thing where, like, I'll say things and then you're like, oh, shit. I'm going to do it anyway. Point. I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. So. um, And again, this is not a spoiler-free episode. Every episode, you will contain spoilers. Yeah. Unless, you know, I'm actually intrigued or you're intrigued and yep. you're like, wait, I don't want to hear anymore. So. I thought visually I loved it because it was dark. It was dreary. It was. We won't give away the twist. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, so, like, the color. Yes, yes. The gray wash. I got very Sleepy Hollow vibes. Yes, yes. And which is kind of, like, I don't know if it's because they do that for the time period because it was, like, 1800s. Which is hilarious because that's probably not what it looked like. It probably no. <laughs> looks, like, normal. Um, but, yes, I understand what you're saying. And it just, I know this is, like, a really random note, but I have to say it. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale in this movie looks exactly like my father. 
and it was he died, and it was really scary. But your dad is blonde and blue eyed, but literally slapped some blonde hair. And my right? dad is not blonde. He's blondish, honey. He's like a dirty blonde. Yeah, his hair like color is the exact same as Christian. It's Bills. not that. Is it that dark? Yeah. When you was the last time I saw your dad? Probably in the summer you when know it was lighter really? than usual. Oh, I forget. Yeah. Your hair does that. Yeah. My hair will never do that. <laughs> so you're right. The only time I do see your parents is in the warmer weather. Yeah. Well, yeah. because who the fuck wants to get out in the yeah, winter? Yeah, when we're out of hibernation. Um, so. Uh, he does look like your dad. Yeah. I think. That, oh, my God. Now I feel bad saying this. What? Because I was going to say, I love, like, how broken and decrepit <laughs> Christian well, yeah. No, looked. I just mean, I just mean, like, his face. Resemblance. Yeah. Yes. Because my dad has, like, like, the whites in his beard matched, like, what Christian's was. Although he, my dad doesn't have, like, the full beard, but he has the mustache and then the, the like, goatee. the chin part. Um, copied from Johnny Depp in mm. Ninth Gate, I believe. Uh, anyway. So, so funny. my first note here was, it's funny how a bunch of Brits were asked to play Americans for such a legendary, like, tale. Well, is that not what was happening in those times? No. Well, I mean, before, maybe. But this was like, it, it took place at the U.S. Military Academy. Yes. These are but, Americans. Yes, but I think there was still just, like, some leftover Brits from when... I know, but they didn't play Brits. They were all oh, American. Oh, they were American. The yeah. whole cast was American. Well, we've no, already... No, the whole cast was British. The whole cast the was characters British. characters were American. <clears throat> but we've already decided that the British yeah. are better versions of us. And I so. loved it. Also, Dudley who? Harry Melling. You are no longer Dudley in my eyes, okay? I could not fucking believe that that's who that was. I remember the first time I saw him after the whole Harry Potter series was in... What was that movie with Charlize Theron? Which one? The, the one, old, the the old. the old guard. Yeah. And I was like looking at him, and I'm like, oh, that guy, like he's a great actor. And then <laughs> you were you, you Harry. Know. What happened to Dudley? What the fuck? I yeah. was. He played such a good Edgar Allan Poe. Like that's why I'm saying Dudley who because he I feel like I'll always remember him for this role now. I know this is one of those it things just like made sense. Wolverine cannot be played by anyone other than I was gonna say Logan. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are Hugh correct. Jackman. Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe can right. never be played by anyone except for this dude. So, <clears throat> um, before we go into your thoughts, my final thought was: I wish there was more to the mystery. I thought like it was well executed in terms of like the wardrobe, set dressing, the acting was great. The design of everything was great, but I, I just wish it was, I was a little disappointed. Okay. By the story. Same. I wish, I loved the relationship between Landor, the detective, who was played mm-hmm. by Christian Bale, and Harry Melling, who is Poe. Yeah. I liked their dynamic. Yes. That's about it. That's about it. That carried the whole thing. Yep. Um, I also was disappointed. Yeah. Like, I'll probably never watch this Me again. Either. <clears throat> so, I actually did try to watch it a second time. To pay more attention to, like, how they solved the mystery. And the ending, while it made me go, oh, immediately I was like, oh. Yep. Like, disappointed. And this, this, that scared the fuck out of me. I'm sorry. First it's your mom's face. <laughs> now it's your children. God damn it. Um, <coughs> there's this thing, and it's, it's, it has a name. And I think we watched a video on it where it's, like, everything that you see, like, in the beginning, like, everything they show, everything they talk about, everything they mention has significance. Yes. So when I learned that, when he was talking about, when Lando was talking about, like, a certain person, I was like, they're they're going to be important. Mm-hmm. But because why mention it if it's not going to come so into play? So I might have said that because yeah. my thing where I picked that up was on Criminal Minds. Yeah. That the very first suspect that they interview usually ends yeah. up being it's the called, culprit. It is, I, it's like an actual. There's a name for it. It's like a, a film industry. Like so it's, a ter- it's a thing. It's so funny, right? Because I approach crime movies the same way I approach Criminal Minds. Mm. So the very first person that he spoke to outside of like the people that brought him in 
was yeah. that person. And I was like, you're involved in this. Yep. And then all the clues. I'm going to just say that little piece of note. I picked that up so quick. What you mean? Like, I knew who wrote that. How? Because, I don't know. It was just, it was the way that, no, like. No, it's because you have that psychic. <clears throat> it was just, I, it was just, so. Okay, so the little piece of paper that was found <clears throat> in the first victim's hand, right? <laughs> How convenient that you found it, by the way. Yeah. Like, what made yeah. you think nobody else thought about this, but you did? Right? He's he's a detective. So then he gives he gives he gives it a a fairly new cadet who who just decided like <clears throat> on a whim that he's like this murderer is a poet. Yeah. Right? So because he deduced that and you like the way he was angling, he was like, "Yo, take this piece of fucking vital evidence yeah. and solve this for me." Like, you as a seasoned detective didn't already fucking solve it. Like, I get that you were testing, but I I think... Oh, I can't say that. What? I can't, I can't say it. I can't say it because it'll give away yeah. some stuff. Um, so let's go back to the parts that made me feel icky. I can't believe that people practice medicine with no gloves at one point. Oh, I know. Oh, you putting your fingers in the crevice, bare fingers in the crevice of this person's chest. They thought that blowing smoke up someone's ass literally... Would solve their health problems back in those days. They gave women vibrators to help them solve. With their hysteria? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it does, but still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it'll be less of a bitch oh, now. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, no, but it's, it definitely, what I did appreciate about this movie is that it's ver- one very long, extended Edgar Allan Poe poem. Yeah. The whole thing. It, it's just, Annabelle Lee is the only thing that came to mind. The whole time. I, what this movie did do for me was that it made me want to actually revisit. Because I've only read, like, a few of his works, like, in school. Bro, do you want the novel that I have under there? I have all his works. Oh, yeah, you didn't you do the, the classic edition? Yeah, it's... Well, not right now, but yes, no, I'm not pulling it out. It's it's being used yeah. as my fucking monitor stand yeah. with the because I, I love the in, man's vibe, but, but uh, yeah, I also I also appreciated <clears throat> that the whole movie was not about Poe or his life. Yeah, it was just like a, a nice little bonus. It's like an introduction. Yeah, that's how I understood it. Yeah, um, I felt really bad at the end, like for Poe. Oh yeah, I did. Um, very milling though. Oh, my I God. wasn't. I wasn't mad. About the reasoning. I was just mad that that was the twist. And, like, it literally took me off guard for a second. And then I was immediately disappointed because I was like, this is the way we went, really. Like, I was that was one of my theories throughout the movie. and But I was also hoping that that wasn't it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I just, <coughs> I loved Christian. I always do. Oh no, the acting was amazing. Yeah. Um, the aesthetic was very satisfying. It's just I wish it was a strong. It was a little story. bit, it was a little so. bit of a flop. I graded it about a six. You know what? I I would agree. But mm-hmm. then I, I was looking at what we're supposed to be talking about today, and I think if this is gonna be like the flop episode. Oh no! <laughs> Fuck! Is that how we should okay. is that how we should is that how we should um <clears throat> put our shit like Flop, not flop. Flop, A. Yeah. Flop, no. <laughs> sure, but in this case, it's going to be like, eh. I'm going to start putting eh. the titles. Get schmitten. Flop. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, so you, the rest is you talking because that's literally all I have. Oh, my God. Like, where do I even begin? <clears throat> well, start. Okay. Can you? What? Go ahead. What? No, go ahead. What? I was going to say, can you start with Megan because it's the only other one that I know. Yes. Okay. Okay. Megan's new. It is in theaters. I saw it in theaters. All you said to me was, you would have hated this. <laughs> That's literally... You see some of it in the trailer because... All right, so Megan is uh, like a child It's robot. like an American size, an American doll, American girl doll. It's like four feet tall. Oh, God. That's yeah. like the size of my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And no. um, hang on. Let me just, let me just bring Excuse this up because I don't want to... Um... <coughs> I'm so sorry. You're excused. So, what happened was the, the little girl from creepy. um who plays her who play 
um, House of No Haunting a Hill House or Hot. Oh, Lie. the one that plays um, the, like the little girl. Yeah. Good God. Her name's Violet McGraw. Do you want me to look at what her? Yeah, I need you to. Young Nell. Nell. Yeah. I was never gonna get that. Um, Nelly. So what happens is that her name's Katie, the little girl. Um, her parents, they're going up country to ski for winter. Bad accident. Mom and dad die. Um, right and again, this is no spoilers. This is the synopsis. <coughs> so Katie ha- um, goes to live with her mom's sister, Gemma. Gemma is a robotics engineer for a toy company. And they make these, like, one of their first products was, like, a Furby with teeth on steroids. I'm all set. Nope. You lost me. <laughs> no. And it's AI, so it, like... <clears throat> Oh. It listens to your conversations and it talks and you no. feed it and it poops. It's like a no. Um, but she hates it. So what she ends up doing is like she's um stressed at work because her boss, the man like the owner of the company, is like, hey, we need like the new next big toy, blah blah blah. Um, and her uh so she's like, okay. Her brilliant idea. Um, so she's kind of like talking to her niece, Katie, and it's, they're not, like, they're not vibing very well. Like, Gemma <clears throat> is- Is Katie an only child? Yes. Okay. And so Gemma, like the aunt, she's just not a kid person. She was always alone. She always focused on her work. This is giving me Slumberland vibes. Do you remember that? Yeah, but this is like the opposite spectrum. No, I understand that, but it's like- so basically, she was asking Katie, like, what do you want to play with? Like, what's blah, blah, blah. So she ends up creating Megan, which is this four foot tall AI robot. And it's supposed to learn as whatever. So she's paired with Katie. Um, I don't know what humans learn. And see, exactly. But then uh, Gemma was like, you know, your job is to, like, protect <sighs> Katie. You're here for Katie. Yeah. So it's she. Megan's always analyzing conversations. She reads bedtime stories. She becomes her best friend. But... So it is that quintessential when robots draw the fucking line. Yeah. So I let's just say I'm to be gave this a six out of ten, and I would agree. It was not. It was exactly what you expect it would be. Like iRobot. Yeah. Basically, you told a robot to protect this child with no boundaries. Yeah. And so what happened with Megan? It's not necessarily that she wanted to kill like Katie and. But she wanted to protect Katie, and by protecting, so like Katie had a bully, kill the kill the kid, kill the bully, yeah, yeah, get rid of the bully, yeah. The neighbor's dog bit bit uh, Katie, dead dog. They killed the dog. Yeah, it was hard for me. Uh, um, yeah, I can it was okay. Imagine. It was quick, but I was like, why is it always a fucking dog? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's like. That's why. So Megan she's not necessarily evil. It's just she literally is doing what she was told to do. Yeah, but because she has, she's. AI, she's growing and learning. She learns how to bypass their systems their of firewalls and yeah. shit. I just, when will the humans learn? So it was a wicked slow burn. It was a good cast, you know. Um, how long was this movie? Time wise. It was an hour and a half. Okay. So I, I only have two notes for this, one of which is I laughed more than I probably should oh, have. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> because, because. <laughs> There were instances where Megan, to cheer up Katie, would start singing. Oh, like no. Like a fucking Disney song. And I look, <laughs> I look, I went with Danielle and her two oldest, and I go, Danielle, so she's singing right now. Like, is this a Disney movie? Yeah. Like, she just broke out in song, and I was like, what is happening? And she did that on another occasion, yeah. like, when she was trying to put Katie to bed. Uh, and then there was, <laughs> during during the end, when, like, there's supposed to be, like, the big presentation. There's camera crews and there's people. And Megan is doing her murderous things. And uh, she starts, like, going yeah. after somebody in the toy factory or the the where Gemma works. And this bitch starts dancing. No. While she's... Ch- no. <laughs> what? Uh, like, she's... You see in the trailer, she's, like, dancing in the hallway while trying to go after this guy and kill him. Like, she's doing such a good job, yeah. so she's going to break out and dance? Yeah. Oh, my God. She was, God. like, dance fighting. And then... <laughs> <laughs> dance battle? And then, oh, like, God. so when she was trying to chase Katie's bully through the woods, she went on all fours. No! Oh, and that's Frisian, why... Frisian. That's oh. why I told you you would not like it, because she did all the... Like the, the galloping? No, she did all like the twitch. Yeah. Oh no. No, no, no. But like you know the possession movies you don't like when they like bend in half. 
and they do all like the arm breaking. She does oh, that. Amanda. That's why you, that's why I said you can't watch it. Um so the only redeeming factor here oh God, was probably... that it that what came into play was the emotional psychology of children. Because Katie was appointed a therapist after her parents died. And Gemma was, they were trying, it was, you know, it was a normal struggle, right? Like, she's trying to provide for Katie, but she's not really doing 100% of a good job. Like, she's providing. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. Yeah, she's not, like, connecting with her emotionally. That's why she built Megan. Mm -hmm. And so, but Megan was, like, almost replacing parents because it could, like, make sure kids brush their teeth, could put them to bed. Yeah, so parents could be neglectful, but not really. Um, But so then, because Megan is having all these, like, things go wrong. Gemma's like, I need to take her in. I need to work on her. But Katie thinks of her as a friend. She doesn't think of her as a robot. So this is something that's organic to her. Yes. So she's like, let me see her, let me see her. And her and, and Katie's anger just grows and grows until she lashes out and becomes destructive, um, hits. And like she finally has something tangible to hold yeah. on to and it's being ripped away. Yeah. And so, and because she didn't really talk about her parents' death with her aunt... She, that's why Megan helped her, like, forget about it. So she mm-hmm. wasn't talking about it. She wasn't working through it. Um, so it was, it, that was, like, the only sort of interesting, like, factor was, like, the, the psychology between giving a child a toy that basically they emote with. Yeah. But they see it as a real thing. Instead of something that's just soothing yeah. for a little bit. So that was very mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. But it was literally, like, every other AI movie, Terminator, um... Fucking iRobot, like you said. Nothing surprising. Nothing surprising. It was creepy, yes. And this will be the last episode because there is (laughs) nothing out there that'll ever shock us ever again. What is happening? Like, I just. It was Blumhouse, too. Again. I literally will say this until the day I fucking die. What is going on in these fucking rooms with these people? I mean, people wanted to see it. I wanted to see it really bad because I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. But it, was, but, it wasn't any different. But the thing is, too, like, l- let's just theorize for a second, right? Yeah. If she actually stayed and did her job as a robot the way that it should be, the way that we envisioned that robots should exist in this world, you wouldn't have a movie. If she went completely off the rails and, like, Hacking into government bullshit, setting off missiles. That's, like, way too much. Yeah. That's war games. So, at this point, like, this is where it has to stay. For it to be, like, it's it's better to be, like, oh, that was kind of a flop than that was totally fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That was absolute bullshit. Yeah. So, this is where we'll be in this odd middle. Yeah. Which, by the way, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I finally did finish the Fast and the Furious bullshit. That ninth movie, I really thought that them going to space in a fucking shitty car spaceship was, like, something that somebody made up on the internet. Wait, I didn't sorry, actually what? know that what? this was in the... Fu- yeah, they strapped a car that they put huge rockets on. They put that on a rocket that went out into the satellite that's out in space. Why? To disrupt the signal. Why? For a huge fucking missile or bomb or whatever the fuck it was Why on car? earth oh oh we can't go from skyscraper they, to skyscraper to skyscraper and they anymore were, and they wore scuba diving gear no they fucking yes they did <laughs> bruv yeah. what is happening in hollywood yeah so at that point and i remember telling christian about this because he's the only other person that i talk to about any types of movies and stuff because all of my friends has fucking left me and now i have a new friend and he's better than all of you oh. but anyways so i he asked me like after a week and i'm not seeing him like oh have you watched anything and i was like dude <laughs> i'm so embarrassed and i told him and he goes he sat down and he goes i am listening and so we went through all of them, right? Went through all of them. And literally, we had the same opinions. He's like, I, he is very much like, stays away from big Hollywood stuff. He'd rather watch like very indie movies yes, yeah. or really older stuff. And he was telling me yesterday, because I asked him the same fucking question. Are you desensitized? And he goes, stay off of fucking Netflix. For God's sake, stop watching new shit. Go back to the old stuff. Because that's all the good shit. <laughs> it is. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is. 
I can't tell you. Because I was talking about the Poe movie. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, big Hollywood and all their... Gra-. And I'm like, but there's no... There's no CGI, really. There's no, like... Unless that fire scene, maybe. That's about it, though. But <clears throat> it's very organic. Yeah, it's real. It's thick. It's just the... Oh, fuck. I don't know what it is. I don't know if we're, like... There's no original stories anymore. So are we overcompensating with CGI and graphics to make up for the shitty stories that we're telling? Probably, yeah. Like, Amanda, we grew up on classic greatness. Air Bud. (laughs) Give me a fucking dog any day. I'll take it. But, like, we grew up on, like, when I think of, like, the original Predator. Oh, fuck yes. Original Freddy. Original The Thing. Original everything. The actual robotics. The puppetry. The the masterwork. The time. Tim Burton with The Night Before Christmas and The Corpse Bride. Hand clayed mold shit. Frames per second. Like, greatness. That's genius. The shit that's coming out now. This is what we're going to be telling our kids filth. about. Yeah. This garbage yeah. is what I'll be telling my kids about. Oh, that's why I'm sticking anything pre... 2000s? Two, the, 2010, maybe? I would, not, I, I would say like 2018. Well, I don't know what year that was. I feel like it was between 2018 and maybe 2018, where every movie that came out in theaters you for years... You just said between 2018 and 2018. <laughs> Sorry. Between 2010 and 2018. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That there was a few years where every movie was either a sequel, a remake, yeah. or based off of a book. Yeah. Badly done. Mm-hmm. Where we were still trying to figure out how much of a presence an author was allowed to have on set. Yeah. Right? Too much of it was bad. Not enough of it was bad. I'm glad we found a middle. <laughs> I just can't even with my anime alright so I have people at work not Christian because he doesn't touch anime he thinks it's stupid he judged me very harshly he thought that he looked at me he was like you're a weeb and the utter disgust <laughs> I was offended oh I'm sure you were I'm sure he meant to offend me mm-hmm. but he's since forgiven me Okay, he's like, whatever, I guess I can see past that. And I'm like, oh, thanks, that's <laughs> fine. But people keep telling me, like, oh, read the mangas, read the mangas. I want to read the fucking mangas, man. Because then I'm I'm spoiling everything for myself. And what's great about mangas and bringing it to, like, anime, it's the exact thing. Yeah. It's literally from page to screen, add some color. Yeah. And it's cleaned up a little bit, right? So where I'm going with this. Did you ever watch Pocahontas? Yeah. Did you ever watch the second part? No. Fuck. Why? That's where it ends. Because what happened? So, wait, when was the second one? Why is everybody asking me that? It's when she comes to America with the, with the, he's not John Smith. He's a redhead voiced by uh, the, the bad dude from Titanic. I forget. The guy that was her, his fiance. Yeah. I'm gonna feel that guy, right? He's voiced by that dude. Billy. I don't fucking Whatever. Know. Anyways. So he's voiced by that dude. Very handsome white yeah. boy. Yeah. Redhead, however. I'm not sure how I feel about I that. I don't remember this at all. He brings Pocahontas over to the mainland, right? Yeah. And he puts her in a fucking wig and a huge poofy gown with wires underneath. My whole point is... The artwork was atrocious. The second time around? For the second part. Mm-hmm. As it goes, like Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the second one? Yep. And the Do third you one. see what I mean? Yep. How is it that the first one, the graphics are so much smoother? I and know. and the and anything after that, it's it's like You know why? It's because it was such a hit. Great. But then they didn't have the money for the sequel. I don't understand that. And maybe they didn't put money into the animation. Anymore. I don't understand I don't that. Know. Because if if a movie makes that much money, the whole point is that you take that money and you put it into the next one. 
Therefore, your budget for the next one should grow. So what were you more concerned about paying your employees and putting out good content? Well, they're probably wasting it on hookers and booze. And <laughs> And with that, ladies and gentlemen, can you tell me about sick? <laughs> um... Yeah, so I watched that last night, and it's on Peacock. It's- you were telling me about this. Yeah. And I am going to spoil this one, because no one should is watch Is this, this also Blumhouse? It is. This is the <laughs> one you're like, it's a Blumhouse thing, so it could be a flop. Um, eh. uh, IMDb gives it a 6 out of 10, if that answers your question. You were kind of excited about this. I kind of, I wasn't really excited. No. Well, you were like looking forward to it, though. I was more... It came off that way? Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to. Oh, I wasn't that damn. excited. You were like, meh. Uh, so, <sighs> the movie's called Sick. She doesn't even know where to start. And it takes place in 2020. Okay, you know what? I'm going to start <laughs> right there. Because <laughs> I don't need to revisit any fucking trauma. You're going to revisit it, babe. I don't, know. Um, Mm-mm. so, the movie opens with fucking Joel Courtney. Of kissing booth. I know fame. exactly. Who, I don't know why I know who he is. He means nothing to me. <laughs> I only saw him in that fucking movie, and I don't know why. I think it's because he's got a boy and a girl name. <laughs> but he was also in, as a kid in Super Eight. Did you ever see that movie? It was like the team of friends that, and then like an alien comes to their town. No, it's a Spielberg film. Yep, it's so cute. Okay, um, so he was in it. Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just never watched it. Oh. I do know what you're so talking good. about. Um, I almost was just about to go into Super 8. So this sick, uh, Tyler was Joel Courtney's character's name. He's like, he. you see, it's he's shopping mask on. So obviously this is like a COVID heavy. It's why it's called sick. COVID plays a part. Well, you said sick in 2020. Yeah. So. He's going to the grocery store. All the shelves are empty. People are fighting over toilet paper. Um, he gets God, in line. that was literally the worst part of it all. Yeah, sitting, like, um, he even grabbed tissues as to, like, in lieu. You do and this what mom, you gotta do. And this mom with a baby was like, really? So she took the tissues from him. <laughs> well, baby wipes are gone, too. Like, yeah. the, other, the other thing is fucking anyway, washcloths. So he's in line, right? And he gets a text, like, hey, Tyler, want a party tonight? And he's like, sure, who's this? I'm like, why would you say sure if you don't know who it was? Anyway. What the fuck? And so he's like... Your ass looks great, and it's a picture, like, from behind the line. But he doesn't know who, like, who texted him. So, Abort. Yeah, exactly. Abort. But he keeps saying, like, fuck you, fuck you. It goes back to his apartment, and they're calling, and he's like, fuck you, leave me alone, heavy breathing on the other end. Um, and then someone breaks into his apartment and slits his throat. And that's how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> what the so, fuck? I was like, Joel Courtney, why okay, did you if even... if this stops, I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, so I was like, why even have him? Like, he's a... I feel like he's a, a known... No. Fate for Peacock? Okay, whatever. Was um, this straight to TV type of thing? It was on Peacock, so I don't know. Do you consider Peacock like I... the Netflixes of the world? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, so then we go to our main character, who's Parker, and her best friend, uh, Marie. Mary? Let me see. M-I-R-I. Anyway, Mary. so they're like college girls, and... Um, Parker's dad is rich, so she's like, let's go to our, like, my dad's, you know, big, lavish Like, cabin. typical white girl wi- rich. Yeah, witch. on the lake. And there's no one around for miles. Again? Yep. So they go there. Uh, her ex-boyfriend shows up, played by Dylan Sprayberry, of Teen Wolf fame in the later years. No? Yes? Maybe? Is he Is he the one that, that had rage issues yeah. on the... Okay. Yep. All right. This is cliche number three, people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, counting the cliches. <laughs> so he's now at the house with them. They're just having a nice time. But then, like, someone breaks in. The same... You assume because they're dressed as the same person who had killed Joel Courtney in the beginning. It's the same sicko, whatever. But then Parker... Like, okay, so there's a lot of running. There's a lot of, oh, my God! Where, you know, like, running, there's someone breaking in, and they're chasing after you, why. and you have to break out of the house. I'm and, getting like, scream vibes right now. A hundred percent. Okay. Okay, Friday the 13th remake with uh, Padalecki. Oh, my God. Like, okay. people just... Horny teens in the woods yeah. being chased by a killer. Yeah. Gotcha. Except there was no sex in this one, so it's Oh, fine. thank God. <laughs> so, it's basically, they're just being chased by a killer in this 
around the property and they're trying to escape. Isn't that the video game you play? <laughs> yeah. Dead by Daylight? Yeah. Uh, oh my god, and it ended at daylight. <laughs> the movie ended on at, when the sun was rising. That's funny you say that. Anyway. Um, so I am spoiling this because... No, please do. Save yourself. I feel like... The fucking time. So Parker ends up getting the best of the guy and like bashes him over the head. And like you see this dude's note like... He's all, like, bashed to shit. Dude's, like, on his way out the door. Okay. So, but then another dude, dressed the exact same way, comes in. Uh, I was like, oh. The real killer? No, no, no. They were partners? They were, it was more than one. Okay, they so were just this is exactly like, like Screen. This is Ghostface. What was he wearing? All black? Just wearing, like, a black beanie, a black mask, a, a black... Sweater, black pants, black shoes. That's it. And then they held a knife. That was their weapon of choice was a fucking, like, hunter knife. Not even a gun. Just, like, a hunting knife. I can't tell you how angry I am right now. You'll be even angrier. So. So. Come to find out. Is it Tyler? What? No, bitch is dead. Oh, well, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't, like, a fake dead because they did that in Scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Come to find out. Come to find out. So the one, the first dude that did end up dying that Parker had bashed over the head mm. was a son. And the one who came through the door second was dad. And mom is the ringleader of this killing spree going on. And you know why? Do you know why, people? Because <laughs> kids were having sex in the woods? I don't fucking know. Because I don't know which cliche. Mom's youngest, dun- youngest son went to a party, made out with Parker... Got COVID and he died. Stop it. So his parents were pissed and they're like, you know, we're going to kill everybody at that party. So before they end up tying (sighs) Parker up and giving her a COVID test. (laughs) Because (laughs) Parker's like, I don't have it. I don't have it. And she's like, stop it. You're positive, bitch. You're asymptomatic. You killed my son. So we're going to kill you. (laughs) That was literally the entire fucking plot to this movie. <laughs> you know what? What? Tell give, me. Give me a minute. Um. <laughs> the only, the only thing I liked was that these girls, they weren't really that wimpy. Like, they did fight back. So, they well, weren't like, oh my god! This generation, yeah. there's a bunch of little fighters. <laughs> there, and- was, there was one point where the chiller was casing... The chiller. Yeah. The killer was chasing Parker outside and they have a dock and then like a little dock attached to it. Bitch unhooked the little dock and took an oar and was using the, <laughs> the oh dock like a boat. Oh <laughs> going. my God. But I was like, bitch, this isn't like Jason Voorhees. This, like, that's a real human. He can swim. Yeah. So he did. Yeah. He swam out to her. I was oh. like, what's the point? <laughs> He's like, he was top of his class as a swimmer. <laughs> um. Oh. Maybe this is because you actually watched it, but hearing it, I actually don't think I hate this. What? Yes. Because it could have come to this. 2020 could have come to this. That's why my last note is it was a lame plot, but believable. It could have. We almost got to this point. Yeah. Because I can't. People are fucking crazy. Well, not only that, but it was just the government was so involved in this, right? And I feel like they shouldn't have been. Like, I feel like the leaders of this whole thing should have been the doctors. And then the government should have just been there as a support system. But it was backwards, right? So, (laughs) because people were so angry if you were an anti-vaxxer and anti-mask. And it literally, like, the tension on the planet, you couldn't cut through it. No. Like, it was just so thick. Like, I'm surprised we didn't hear about shit like this. Like, a a fucking parents who went crazy because their child died because someone else gave them COVID and you didn't go over there and kill this motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's possible. Yeah. 100%. This is one of those stupid movies that I would be like, you right. Yeah. Yeah. Open House is one of them for me. Oh, yeah. The Happening is another one. Oh, God. Everyone collectively hates those movies. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I agree with you. Yep. I agree with everything that just... I might actually fucking watch that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Knock your tits off. Like, Flop Jesus. for you, huh? Well, 
See, it's happening. I did it again. I'm sorry. No, it, it was. <laughs> like, I'm not going to I'm ever sure it crossed watch your it mind. Again. Yeah. But I think if you see it in that light. So there was a funny part where, like, Parker's running from the, from the killer, right? And a car comes and it's this lady. And she's like, like, lady, open up. Like, he's trying to kill me. And, like, the man is visible. How old are these girls again? College age. Okay. So early 20s. And, uh, and this woman is like, she puts her mask on. She's like, do you have a mask? She's like, are you? She's like all bloody. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so that, that killed me. But like, but you know what though? It'd be like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like when, when you go out there and you scream for help and people are like, I don't know you. Like, are you shitting me right now? There's a person yep. hurt screaming for help. Yeah. Whenever that fucking minivan flopped over in front of my house. Oh yeah. And I just like. Went out to see what it was, Everybody and I was saw what staring. it was, and everyone was just staring and immediately went for their phones to record. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And I ran out there, and then that initiated everybody else. But still, like, that is so fucking accurate to the mentality that we have today. I can't even be mad at that. No. So that's why I say, like, it's it's kind of lame, because it was... <laughs> there was nothing extra really I feel like this is a horror movie but I will end up laughing more than anything just yeah. like with Scream so I guess it's a horror comedy now <laughs> so it's it's probably a parody of 2020 I can't yeah like, it is it is oh I'm excited for this I actually want to watch this shit go ahead it's on Peacock <laughs> oh my god alright you have one more to wrap it up yeah and this is gonna be mad quick because it's it was nothing special but on Shutter, this uh, this movie it came out in you the. You give this fucking app too many chances, dude. I I can't. It's you. it's great for me. I literally typed in Shutter. That's not what I meant to do. Uh, oh, the possession. Or okay. possession. Possession. It came out nineteen eighty one. Jesus. But the reason that it popped up is because it was just added to Shutter, and it's oh. supposed to be like the best like cut movie ever. I don't know. It's it's horror based, right? Cut movie. Meaning like edited. Oh. Um, and IMDb gives it a 7 out of 10. Okay. And our MC here is Mr. Sam Neill of Jurassic Park fame. Oh, nice. But he, this was before Jurassic Park, so he was, he looked so skinny and like a baby. Let me see him. Oh, I can't really see him. Oh, well. Let's see. Oh my God, that's the back of the DVD. <laughs> you realize that, right? Like yes, yeah. This yeah. is the back of the DVD yes. or a movie or VHS, whatever. Yes, I know. That's hilarious. Um, why is this all movie covers? Why is it so many boobs? There's only one sex scene too. I don't know why they like. Why? Use why her... is there so much nudity? I don't know. Oh well, he's like down there. Okay. He's very much a baby. Um, I want to ask a question, but I'll let you. I'll let you go before I ask my question. No, go. Are you go, sure? Go. Yes. All right. So I mean, this movie is just literally about possession, like. Her being possessed? Yeah, but not, like, by a uh, incorporeal being. It's very much corporal. Um, does that make sense? Like, it's not, like, a, an entity. It's a physical... It's a physical thing? Yeah, it's, like, a physical demon. It's uh, weird. Kind of like the thing. You know how it was, like, a thing? Okay. <laughs> Did you hear what I just yeah, said? Yeah, kind of like the thing. We right. didn't know where there was a thing. Anyway, so a woman starts exhibiting increasingly disturbing behavior after asking her husband for a divorce... Um, suspicions of infidelity soon give way to something much more sinister. Can I ask you, and I have to ask. Go ahead. Is there a tunnel scene in this? No. Okay, I'm thinking about something else. Then. You are thinking of something else. So, uh, Sam Neill plays the husband, Mark, and his husband is Anna, played by Isabel. His Ad wife. What did I just say? His husband. <laughs> Back then, that didn't exist, Amanda. That was on the low low. <laughs> wrong with me today. Uh, Isabella Johnny plays Anna, his, his wife. And it's, oh my God, it is the worst acting I have ever, it, the very exaggerated. Remember, this is the, the best cut movie, oh, not no. the best acting. <laughs> no, but she was just it like. It had to give somewhere. She, this actress though, fucking give her all the awards because she was possessed. Okay. Like the way she, she like, just, I don't know, like the way she talked and she was like, you know, like she, she, she did her research. How she visibly showed her distress and her like paranoia. She showed her research. Yeah. Now that's just gonna bug me because now what? I wonder what movie the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so the whole like possession thing was that like there was an entity she was kind of taking care of, and she had to like bring it people to kill so that it could like get better or whatever. 
and uh but it looked it looked like the thing like it had it had a, like a man's upper torso but then like a worm end ew it was like and but it, then it had like a bunch of tentacles oh you know what what do you think of this is the possession let me see yeah 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 Oh, it was a hallway. Yes. Not a, yeah. Oh, It was a subway yes. hallway. I saw her. I remember this scene and I watched it in its entirety. And I remember at first being intrigued and I was like, I'm not fucking watching that. It's the look in her eyes. Yeah. She was. She literally funky. slams herself against the fucking walls. Yep. But like she does it. She looks possessed. Yeah. Um. So she was great in that regard. Sam Neill was terrible. Like, his acting was just like, you didn't tell me there. Like, oh, just, God. like, so over... It was very 1980s. Exaggerated, yeah. But... You know what made me think that it was this? It, it was the fucking dress. It's the dress that she's wearing. That's why I was like, is this the... Look, yeah. she's wearing it all over that fucking movie. Yep. But, so it was very overly exaggerated. I, I enjoyed it, though, because I believe I the fuck out of her. Like, she was possessed. But terrible acting. But... I still enjoyed it because I was like, what is happening no, right now? No, she looks insane. Yeah. That's because she was insane. <sighs> yeah, 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 I remember. Yep. <sighs> but it's the <sighs> look in her eyes. Like, yeah. it's definitely, if she bends over backwards, I'm going to smack a bitch. Um, she kneels and then, like, she comes and then there's, like, a lot of blood and then, like, blood's coming out of her ears after. Yeah, like, it's a whole fucking mess. Um, like, fast forward a little bit and you'll, you'll see. <laughs> um, I don't want to turn on the... So if you're a fan of like slow That's burn horror, let the people hear. It sounds like I mean, look, it looks fucking legit. Like if I ever, it looks like she's on like really heavy drugs. Yeah, like she's been fucking ingesting some Epsom salts. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, it's two hours long. This movie is it? Yeah, but I watched it all. Oh, this is just sick. Yeah. I'm sorry. It really makes me uncomfortable and honestly a little grossed out. Why? I don't know. This is just something that happens to me with possession movies. Yeah. It yeah, literally you do not like makes that. me, it makes me nauseous. Yeah. I don't know what um, it is. It's, ju- it's just a weird setup. Like, so the, the wife ends up having an affair with some guy and he's like French or whatever. And he like, I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's like, <laughs> the way he acts, he like gets this close to Sam Neill's face, like so close. And he, they're like, their lips are this far. Like you think they're going to make out any time now, but he's just like talking about his wife <laughs> and having sex with her. It's so, so, it's just bad acting on their part. Yeah. But, but that's why it was amazing. enjoyable because okay. of the bad acting. You have to, it's not cringe. Sometimes it is, but at the other times you have to laugh. Yeah, I guess. What would you, I mean, you'd rather, you'd laugh more at sick than you would possession, but. Yeah. I liked the, I just liked her. Like, she was possessed for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's all, I will say, I mean. Do you know what that reminds me of? If you like of? old school horror, <clears throat> you'll, you'd like this I one. feel like the chick that did um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose might have mm. taken a page out of her book. Because yeah. Because the reason why I actually love that movie is because of, I don't know what her name, I feel so bad. But that actress's um, interpretation of possession, yep, I fucking enjoy, and that it fucks me up. Yeah, you we've talked about this, the yep. bending over, the way that your body moves, and it shouldn't move that way. So when she's at the church at the altar, and her back bends at a full ninety degrees, grossed me out. Yep. When the boyfriend wakes up and she's on the floor, contracted into that fucking like a dead cockroach on the, that freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. But that barn scene. Mm. I think about that shit more often than I should. Yeah. No, that fucked me up too. Because that was so fucking good. Yeah. And I love like the the courtroom drama side of it as well. Like, yeah. how do you take the shit to court? So I I understand. Like the rest of the movie's shitty, but this whole thing, like this one, like she carried it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That actress totally carried it. Um, I I'm amazed that Sam Neill got work. So after, after that, <laughs> someone saw it and they're like, "This is amazing. This yeah. is great." But it's Let's ve- give it another it's, chance. It's, it has that like old school '80s horror feel. So it's if, very forced. If that's your yes, if that's your forte, there you go. I'll be talking to Christian about this. Okay, Mister, go back and watch the old stuff. There you go. Like even back then, there was trash, man. <laughs> 
He doesn't talk like that. He's actually super. Uh, it was trash, man. He's like he's a guy in a lab coat, so I can't. Anyway, he's great. Um, but yeah, there you go, guys. A bunch of flops. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, you know what? Like, watch the play, the pale blue eye. Make your own decisions. Obviously, I'm gonna go and watch sick, and I'm definitely gonna watch the possession, no matter how sick it makes me. Don't watch Megan. I will not be watching fucking. Fuck Megan. Fuck Megan. Fuck Megan. Fuck her. <laughs> Good day. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs>